0: Hi guys, my name is Lorelai Marcel and I'm so excited to be hanging out with Rob from Front Row Live today.
1: I'm excited for this new single that you just dropped. And uh, I just love how your voice continues to evolve within each track that you continue to release. Talk to me a little bit about Nothing Hurts Better and like how different was this session compared to your previous material?
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, It's such a pleasure and thank you for liking the single um, and wanting to talk about it. Yeah, this single I was so excited for. Um, I actually wrote Nothing Hurts Better with a friend of mine, Gavin Hudner, um, like the week I moved to L.A. So I was like in this very chaotic um, mindset and it was like my first session after moving. So I had a lot of like pent up feelings (laughs) and I just got out of a relationship and I left my family for the first time. So it definitely is a very meaningful track to me in that way. Um, Just because when I listen to it, I feel like I'm brought back to this world of chaos and confusion, but luckily I'm out of that now. So I can really sit with it and enjoy it um, as you hopefully are doing as well. So (laughs) yeah.
1: Now, when you got together with Gavin to, to work on this track, like as far as the writing process goes, because this is a more personal situation, this is like, it almost seems like you were writing it as it was going on. So um, how different was that writing process uh, knowing that this was like a very fresh kind of uh issue going on
0: right um yeah it definitely this is a great question it definitely felt more vulnerable than i think a lot of my other music even though all music you know in its purest form is very vulnerable in about storytelling and all that but yeah this was very fresh and normally when i write i'm kind of looking back on scenarios and situations and feelings that I once felt. But yes, like you said, this was very ripe and in the flesh and um, everything was literally happening in the song. Like all the lyrics were were very real to my life in that moment. So um, it definitely felt um, very emotional when I first heard the demo as well. Like we wrote it and then um, he sent like the rough bounce right after the session. And I remember driving home and just feeling like, oh, like this is <laughs> this is a song. <laughs> so, yeah, that definitely has a lot of feelings alongside of it. But
1: do you feel like the song basically just wrote itself, though? Like, or do you feel like you were trying to find words to say?
0: No, 100 percent. This this song, we I think we did in about like two hours. And, you know, an average an average session to me is around like four to six. So. This this one was very quick and all the feelings just came out and the lyrics came to be, which is is rare. And I think that's how, you know, it's a really beautiful song. And a lot of a lot of the best music that I've written has been very quick like that. So
1: aside from Gavin, you also uh, worked with Theo and the climb. And I feel like you've worked with Theo for some time on your previous material as well. So how different was this collaboration between the three of you uh, this time around? And like, how do you feel they helped you kind of step out of that comfort zone?
0: Definitely, yeah. They are—they're absolutely incredible. I love their production, and I think they definitely share a lot of different ideas. Um, definitely not in a bad way, just like in a collaborative way. I feel like um, like there's things they think of that I would have never thought to put in the, put in the tracks. And I'm very grateful to have their minds behind it because they add this more alternative um, pop feel, which I definitely want to step more into that world. So I'm I'm really grateful they're able to push me in that way um and yeah they're they're amazing <laughs> and i'm excited to keep keep working with them on the second half of this record um so yeah
1: as you're working towards this this new kind of sound uh alternative pop as you kind of mentioned uh how does that like impact the way that you sing your material and the way the the kind of vocal ranges that you are now kind of like showing to your audience
0: right um yeah that's that's a really great question actually in in high school, I. I sing in a bunch of choir programs and jazz programs and just anything I could get my hands on. So I feel like there was once a time when I was kind of doing a little bit of everything, but I think my authentic true voice sits in this more like soulful lower register. And I feel like a lot of the music I'm writing and creating now has been um, more in that range, which I'm, I'm super excited about because, you know, I I can sing the high notes and all that, but I definitely feel like this is more my element in that really emotional part of my voice. So, yeah.
1: So cool that that is your, like your comfort zone, especially because when you're, when you're singing a song, that's more vulnerable, you, I mean, that control must be a lot harder when it's like something so true and dear to your heart. Like, so did you have any issues during the, during the recording process of this song? Like, Um, being able to control your voice the way that you did, or was that literally just like your natural singing in lower, in a lower tone?
0: Um, I think it was a, I think it was a bit of both. I I think there were definitely this song in particular, Nothing Hurts Better was definitely a bit more challenging to record than the other ones. I think I might've also been like a little under the weather the day I did it. So I, it might be a little biased, but um, I, I think I think this song in particular was, was a little more challenging to record because it it sounds simple at its surface, but I think it takes a lot more control to sing really s- straight tone, like simpler music like that. And with the vocoder in the chorus, that was actually like the hardest part to record um, because it had to be so exact almost, um, whereas like, the bridge is a little more free flowing and um, vulnerable. So I think it just depends on what part of the song, but definitely. Yeah.
1: Whose idea was the vocoder?
0: Um, It was actually, it was actually my idea with um, when I was doing the demo with Gavin um, and he, he loves using vocoder. That's like his thing in like all the music he does because he does a lot of hyper pop as well. And that includes a lot of vocoder usually, but I was like, we need to do this. And he was like, you're speaking my language. (laughs) So yeah, that, that was a little bit, a little bit of both of us but the producers definitely loved it and when they co-produced it they they really wanted to keep that in there
1: what would you say was your favorite moment during this process for this song
0: oh gosh um <laughs> well i think like like any artist or anyone who like creates music can agree with this but right when you get back a demo you, it almost is so stuck to you because you've listened to it so many times um that like demo-itis almost um, so I think I just listened to the demo Gavin and I did so many times that actually when the producer started working on it, I was like, this is so cool how it's like getting a different life. Like I've only ever heard it in this one, this one way. So I, I definitely think when they kind of took it under their wing and started adding to it and taking away, I think that that was my favorite part.
1: You did mention that this is, this is, uh, another taste off of an upcoming EP. So, um, the fact that you are going through this, uh, kind of a uh, change in, in music or sound um, and working on this EP, like, would you say that this song is what is leading the way for this EP? Or would you say a different song that you created is what made you want to go this route?
0: Yeah. Um, I, that's a, that's a challenging question because I want to say yes, but also um, on the EP, the EP is called stranger. And I think, I think the song stranger or even how to love somebody, which how to love somebody is the focus track of the EP. Um I think those two kind of lean more singer-songwritery and but also have this like pop alternative feel to them. Um I think I think Stranger is kind of the song of the EP, um not just because it's the title, but because I feel like it involves a lot of the elements of like vulnerability and more that emotional sound um but still sits in that like darker pop world um, that I'm trying to get into. But I would, I could say the same for nothing hurts better because I was also just so excited about it. That I was like, this is my new sound. So, yeah.
1: So where are you at right now? As far as the CP goes, is this something that you're still working on the material or is this something that's like done and you're just ready for that release?
0: Yeah. The EP is completely done. Um It comes out on July 22nd. So um we're kind of just sitting with it and working to, you know, create a lot of buzz around it and content and whatnot. So, um, yeah, it's completely done. But I'm working on the second half of the EP, so it's gonna turn into an album. So that's kind of the next task right now, um, which is which is a lot, but you know, it's like the best feeling ever getting all the songs done. So, yeah.
1: Why did you decide to do like this two part EP, like uh, as opposed to like just dropping a full record?
0: Right. Um. Yeah. I, I remember when my my manager and I started initially, um, you know, talking about new music and creating an album, I was like, let's just, let's just do a whole album. Let's just drop it and have it be this really big thing. And um, he kind of looked at it from more of a marketing standpoint and kind of splitting it up made more sense um, for who I am as an artist right now. And I would totally agree. I think, I think both parts of this EP, um, the other part that I'm starting to work on right now is very different and um they they share a lot of the same sounds but i think also just like emotion wise it it makes more sense splitting it up um just based off feel and you know i'm just excited to put it all together and see how cohesive it is in the end or not cohesive but we'll see so yeah
1: with the single nothing hurts better what would you say like was the most challenging moment that you had um, during the process? Was it the vocoder uh, in the chorus or was there like a different portion either during the writing process or the recording process that you felt the most challenged?
0: Um, definitely not the writing portion, um, because like I said, that went, that went really smoothly, um, like it almost wrote itself. But I, I honestly think stepping stepping away from that demo and really trying to Um, I don't know admire what the producers were bringing to the table I think that that in itself took a lot because I was so attached to this one version of the song that when you know it started changing and evolving I I think I had some trouble um kind of looking at it in a different light but once I did I was very very happy because it obviously turned out just the way I wanted it um but yeah, if you ask like anyone on my team, I have like the worst demo itis ever. <laughs> I'm so attached to like the, the original sound of all my songs, um, which is something I think I can say for every song. Like that's probably been the hardest part of the CP was just watching the songs evolve because they're such they're so personal to me that I want them to sound as raw and authentic, but also, you know, songs evolve and change and everyone likes them in different forms. So yeah.
1: Awesome. Well, congratulations with Nothing Hurts Better. Uh, I'm excited uh, to hear more from you, and I'm looking forward to more music from you.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time.
1: Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more, and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in, and have a great night.